Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's hump day, Wednesday, December 7th. Your boy Dave Neal here, stand-up comic and host. This is Bachelor Rush Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, so much to talk about today, but it is barrel scraping season, so most of these conversations don't really matter. We've got, Ray, Ray, we've got uh, what are their names again? Michelle Young. I was going to say Rachel Recchia. One of the leads. We have Michelle Young uh, maybe quitting Bachelor Happy Hour. She's been off the show since November 8th, keeps calling in sick, and we don't know what's going on, so we're going to play that story for you. Gabby clarifies her relationship with Vinny uh, D. Vinny D. Vinny uh, Guad- Vinny G. <laughs> Kenny G. Vinny G. From Jersey Shore, or lack thereof, their relationship. And we also uh, we got a, we got a few other gems for you. So you know what? Rather than just lollygagging around, I'm going to get to the point and play those pieces of content. Uh, Tasha, my wife, and I are off to uh, a coffee shop today called Nimbus. It's a Harry Potter themed coffee shop. And they're closing, I think, at the end of the week uh, for a little bit. Going to reopen somewhere else. So we need to go there and get our Harry Potter-themed coffees, which is nice. They have, like, weird... This isn't an advertisement for them, but uh, if you like Harry Potter, you'd like this place. You know, they have weird drinks that include, like, different spices and things like that. And they're all Harry Potter named. Well, we'll have all of that content for you guys on the uh, Christmas vlog. Right now, it's at Tasha Courtney's YouTube channel. I'll post a link in the description. And uh, we just released day three of the vlog in New York City, where we, of course, toured the city with some great Christmas activities. You're going to like all that. But in the meantime, here's your daily fix of drama on Bachelor Rush Hour. Johnny clapped back when it came to this uh, this sort of um, storyline being projected by Nick Vile regarding Victoria Fuller, lack of cheating, no emotional cheating, that type of thing. Johnny said to Nick, I appreciate you speaking for me, Nick. Glad you all got your facts straight. Then he deleted that. And now... Uh, we have Johnny being seen with Nick Vile at the um, uh, People's Choice Awards. Uh, we're going to get into it. Let's share some other people that were there. We have a very Cruella DeVille look here from Rachel Recchia. And if you're listening to this on Bachelor Rush Hour, you'll just have to go to the YouTube channel to see the photos we're talking about. And here's Natalie Joy sitting next to Johnny D. Filippo. Do I see like sexual chemistry, some tension here? I mean, he's like the bad guy. She's, you know, and then anyway, he's got a very snugly fit sort of turquoise felt uh, sports jacket with a black turtleneck, looking good. We've got uh, Sarah Highland and, and Wells there at, um, on the red carpet, Gabby, Wendy on the red carpet, and then there's Johnny again, looking good. Don't smile for us, Johnny. And there's Johnny's ex, Rachel Recchia. So Johnny's not only there with two of his exes, but he's also there with current arch nemesis, Nick Vile, with girlfriend, Natalie Joy. Are they going to be getting married soon? Uh, no rumblings there. So anyway... Um, there's Gabby again and a full body of Johnny. So Johnny's coming out looking pretty good. So let's go to Nick's stories here uh, to get the full sort of um, a scope, the full aroma of the drama that was stenching over at People's Choice Awards. Beautiful selfie from his girlfriend, Natalie, of them at People's Choice Awards. Um, uh, let's see. The people, okay, the pre show was hosted by Aaron Lim. I don't know who that is. And Nick Vile. Um, so that was kind of nice that he got to host a pre show. Uh, here he is. Let's listen. Cool Choice Awards Day. I will be with Aaron, hosting the red carpet on Twitter, interviewing your favorite celebrities. So let us know who you want us to interview the most. All right. So they're hosting the red carpet uh, on Twitter. So there they are, the red carpet. If you've never seen these, you know, living in Hollywood, it's so funny because normally you just get to see 
this beautiful image. But what what there really is is these like garbage bag looking backdrops, a whole ton of lights, and they literally have carpet companies. We call it a red carpet, whatever this color is, purple. That literally roll it out. They vacuum it all day, and then there's a whole bunch of like um you know onlookers that are excited to see Ryan Reynolds. Um, so there he is. The first photo that uh, drew the internet crazy was over here, uh, posted by Nick that said my table partner at Johnny D Filippo. Now. If they're playing games here, and I believe that they are, Johnny's doing a great job of playing the straight man here, saying he's not smiling, he's not pretending to be chummy. If this was some sort of weird scenario where Johnny shows up and didn't realize his seat's next to Nick, then yeah, you could understand the the, the look here. But chances are Nick being sort of like hosting and uh, able to maybe control how many people he gets at his table, he knew this would be good business and it is to get you know idiots like me talking about it, um, and uh, of course we are. <laughs> and about a month ago was the one that All really. Right, so let's just keep going forward here to uh, so you know some. Uh, who is that? I don't know. All right, there they are. So uh, Ryan Reynolds, uh, co-owner of the Wrexham football team, there with uh, young Natalie and young younger Nick, and there's Natalie, his choice every day. All right, good seats. And then there they are afterwards getting a photo. This is just like, it feels like a weird country band, doesn't it? <laughs> Where like Johnny's the cool, aloof drummer, but he used to date Natalie. So they don't talk anymore. Nick's the front man who found Natalie. You know, Natalie was, again, I'm, this is all fan fiction. I'm making this up here. And anyway, uh, <laughs> Nick, uh, you know, the, I wouldn't call this barrel scraping, but this is one of those stories where I get to have fun with it. You know what I mean? It's like harmless enough um, where I get to have fun. So let the guy enjoy his life um anyway nick posts switzerland which of course is the idea that switzerland is a neutral party um uh, to to maybe other warring states um you know we would call that canada um but switzerland uh, it, not exactly true because nick obviously uh fully supports victoria so he's not switzerland switzerland would be i mean i hate i i'd like to think i'm switzerland but i'm probably leaning on johnny's side um, so either way, so I, I would not dare say I'm Switzerland, but um, for sure Nick's not here. Uh, but either way, that's where he's at. So that was posted, and then of course the D the uh, comment section is doing well. Game of Roses Pod says this is AI generated. Donnie Fe- Don Don Donnie Donnie D Jolipo Johnny D Filippo says still not doing your podcast, which is probably the funniest line ever. You know, as far as economy of words goes, the shorter the burn, the better. He could have posted this long thing, but he goes no. Not doing your podcast. It was perfect. Everyone knows, you know, what it is. Um, and then, geez, some people go rude and classless, just like your girlfriend. It's like, chill out, fancy gap, chill out. Um, anyway, uh, someone said you wouldn't get the Victoria edit. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, if I were Johnny, I would probably do Caitlin Bristow's podcast or a more neutral party. I think if Johnny did Nick's podcast, Nick would make it a point to try to not be completely biased. Like I think Nick would make it a point to try to see Johnny's side, even though, you know, he's probably, probably, you know, it's, as we've seen from him defending Victoria in his comment section, he's pretty much set on what he believes. What's really interesting and mature of Johnny is, is to, is to go forward with this bit, whatever this bit is. I don't know the inner workings on how they got to it, but clearly Johnny was a part of this bit and um, he's taking it on the chin. He's collaborating with Nick, who's got a much, much bigger following. And I think it's the a really smart move for Johnny 
for Nick too. It's good traffic for Nick, but it's not going to grow Nick's following. But for Johnny, it's a good move. It's like, look, the mess is already done. He's already had to deal with all the rigmarole and the BS, which is this whole fallout. Might as well, you know, get some photos and let the internet decide who who to uh, stick with. It's very much a, um, you know, um, team Jacob, team, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, picking sides. Uh, so Natalie says still team Fuller. And um, of course, Natalie's not Switzerland. She is team Fuller. Um, other people have said, Johnny, you're too good for Victoria anyway. Hang in there. You know, it's one of those things. Victoria, we're happy for if she finds love with Johnny, um, Johnny, uh, Johnny Grippo. <laughs> oh boy, these Greg, Greg DeFilippos. There's a lot of names here, folks. We're trying to get through it. So anyway, that's, that's pretty much where it ends here. Um, somewhere Nick responds. Let's see if we can get Nick's response here. To Nick responds to Johnny saying, calling him chicken shit. Um, which is um, totally fine. And then someone said, what are you scared of, Nick? No, look, Johnny, may- maybe somewhere down the line can go on Nick's podcast, but there's something about the the allure and the mystique of Johnny not speaking on Nick's podcast that leaves uh, things up in the air, I think. Um, we'll never get their true timeline. I think if Johnny does go on Nick's podcast, it'll create more drama because he's obviously gonna he's he's gonna stick to his story, and um, it'll be kind of a he said she said, and then we just have to look at Johnny versus Victoria and who people actually believe, you know. But of course, a lot of Victoria's response was um, more so um, along the lines of. Um, you know, if someone calls you the C word, wouldn't you throw a wine glass at them type of deal? And it's like, well, let's just rewind and get back to the beginning here. Where did the fight begin? And you will, you know, it's one of those things. It's like looking at, you know, a nuclear wreckage and going, well, well, where did the fight begin? It's like everything's decimated here. What's interesting is if Victoria cares that Nick is, you know, using the Johnny Victoria breakup for fodder because that's what this is this is fodder i'm okay with it i'm happy to make a video about it i'm happy to look at it and do all this stuff but it's purely just fodder if victoria were were really upset which we just saw her crying uh the other day you know on the podcast on nick's podcast you would think nick as good friends with victoria would have more um tack to not invite johnny assuming he invited johnny to the table now if he didn't invite johnny and things were bad they just wouldn't take photos with each other but um that's where they're at and uh read a couple of your comments here some people have said um uh, someone said about johnny this has to be his reaction to nick's 12th ask to be on his desperate podcast i wouldn't call his podcast desperate i mean it's pretty successful michelle won't be on bachelor happy hour tomorrow what's going on what's going on in the world today, all of Bachelor podcasts are ending. Chatty Broad's done. Talking it out, done. Where's Michelle? We don't know. She hasn't been on since November 8th. This is probably a six-figure contract, a big deal. I think I have the answer. I'm speculating, but I think I know what it is. And I don't blame Michelle. Civil disobedience. Deciding to boycott. Maybe there's an HR issue. Um, she stormed off the set when the show didn't properly give any airtime to the blackface scandal. And that happened just a couple months ago. Now, Michelle's done a few other events with Bachelor Nation. Contractually, she's been there when needed. But does she, it, has she reached her tipping point in not wanting to deal with the malarkey that is the Bachelor, you know, BS? So she's sort of... And, I, and I'm not saying that the audience has turned on her. I, I, I don't think they should. But 
there is a critical eye that looks at her as they do as the audience does with every lead. It's almost like Michelle got off a little bit better than Katie Thurston and some other former leads, Caitlin Bristow, uh, because she is so likable, nice and non-controversial. But people were saying, hey, have you still been donating money to charity? Because she said she would. I mean, she can do what she wants with their money. And of course, I think it's a little suspect that we're like wondering what a contestant is doing with their money. Um, but uh, she's responded to the haters and said she's keeping her word. She's just not sharing it. And she's been under fire. People are saying, are you still teaching? She's not. She took a hiatus. And, um, you know, people are, you know, it's like it's it's a lot for us for what someone who has been in, not in the public eye to deal with, like random people wondering what you're up to. And then, of course, this video got nearly 100,000 views. Michelle spills secrets. She shared um, some information uh, about how she feels regarding her ex, which was the first time we've seen her get into sort of the quasi-petty um, parallel conversations about, uh, you know, relationships. Because up to that point, it was her and Nate broke up, and that was pretty much it. And now she's like, oh, we're going to bring Brandon into it. Uh, another favorite. Here's what she had to say about criticizing producers for lack of conversation regarding blackface. This might be it. This might be the initial fallout, which was two months ago. Uh, that led to her being like, you know what? Why am I putting my time and energy into a show, the podcast, when the producers clearly don't really care about having these difficult conversations? Michelle spoke to producers right after the show. We're going to get into what she had to say. Here's how it all started. She made this statement on her Instagram story, and then we'll play her added um, audio. Hello, you all. I'm just coming on here to give you... By the way, I love the entrance. Hello, you all. I'm going to start... <laughs> Hello, you all. Hello, you update. All. Um, Becca and I Classic. filmed an additional segment to Bachelor Happy Hour this week where it addresses our finale with Gabby and Rachel and how blackface was not addressed. Um, I spoke about how I excused myself from the stage, the conversation that happened directly after with executive producers um, because of this segment of blackface controversy that was not spoken about. Okay, so let's just play it. Here it is. I, Becca, I think you and I walking into last night's episode, I think we we knew we knew a lot. We knew, you know, just kind of we had talked to Gabby and Rachel about everything that had gone on. And we knew that it was kind of going to just be a, a tough episode regardless on mm -hmm. without, you know, this other racism controversy on top of it. And I think I'm I know that I'm still processing it. But, you know, we're sitting side by side during this live show thinking that um, that this is going to be something that's talked about, you know, and. I, I come straight from that Jane season, which was all about racial controversy and, you know, the change within the franchise that needs to be made and that is going to be made. And so, you know, um, now, of course, we've already discussed this at length, but there she was in the audience, you know dedicated her time, probably took a COVID test, spent the day getting ready, hair and makeup, waiting for this conversation, has her talking points ready to go. And then it doesn't happen. I used to get so upset when I would get um, on my, this is a weird comparison, but on my baseball team, when I'd get warmed up in the bullpen to come in as a pitcher and then they wouldn't call on me, I'd get all amped up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do. And then all of a sudden nothing. Now, again, not to relate my stupid sports analogy to Michelle, but there she is like ready to talk, ready to, you know, all these thoughts she has and here's the platform and we're going to go. And then it doesn't happen. And to make insult to injury, what I find even more insulting is that rather than have the conversation on air, 
they decided to do it on the podcasts that are already sort of left-leaning and progressive. The podcasting world is a different demographic of Bachelor Nation than the world that watches the show. The, the world that just watches the show definitely leans more right. It does. It skews to an older audience that um, doesn't have a lot of the same progressive values that some people on the podcast have. That's just a fact. So for the show to play both sides of the coin, it's insulting. It's grifting because they're trying to placate one side, but also not turn away the other. And it's like, look, either have the difficult conversation or don't. Don't have the difficult conversation in one corner of the house. And then in the other corner of the house, say, oh, everything's perfectly fine. The house is not in order. And Michelle doesn't want to be a part of it. Again, these are just my theories as to why she hasn't been on the show since November 8th. You can make any number of excuses as to why someone's not on the show for one week or another. They literally Zoom the show. They're flexible. She doesn't have a full-time job anymore. There's literally no reason for her other than hopefully all, all health is fine for her to be taking this long off the show, a show that pays really well. So if it, assuming it has to do with something kind of serious like that, you just... It kind of sucks to be in her position because on one end, she quit her teaching job to take a higher paying podcasting job, which comes with influencer deals and all these other things. But it's also not painting out probably the way she wanted it to kind of um, similar, but different because it's it's um, it's. Uh, you know, for different reasons. But Clayton spoke yesterday on Jason Tartik's podcast that he was told he was going to have these crazy influencer deals and make all this extra money. He goes, I don't know. It ain't really worth it to me. I just had to deal with a lot of hate. Michelle, obviously dealing with something completely different. But in both cases, they're not like, hey, you know, I'm not selling wine and I'm not um, a fan favorite. And if I'm outspoken or criticized, you know, it's just a tough, it's just a tough place to be in. Now, as far as the chemistry between Becca and uh, Michelle, I didn't, it, it wasn't good. It wasn't good chemistry. Let's see if we have any other information from them actually having the discussion here. But um, it's, it, it's, the challenge, like I've been critical of Michelle, but I've also been critical of Becca. I've been critical of all of these Bachelor podcasts because they do them over Zoom. It's very easy to check out and um, you, it's, it, it takes away the heart and soul of what podcasting should be, which is in-person, deep, great conversations that make you feel like you're you're sitting on the couch next to them. With this, you feel like you're in a Zoom meeting. There's no excuse of we didn't have enough time because that's, that's your statement with how you view this community then. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we like it, it was forgotten or it was not just like nobody it crossed nobody's mind or it was intentionally you know pushed off whatever the reason is for me it doesn't matter mm -hmm. because you're still feeling the exact same way you are still completely not acknowledging this entire community of people and and uh, I'm sure she's had private conversations with Rachel Lindsay because I have. And I'm like, if Rachel's talking to someone like me, she's going to be talking to someone. She's going to be talking to higher ups like Michelle. But I've talked to Rachel about trying to get it right, trying to understand what people are saying in the in you know behind the scenes regarding these topics because it's a delicate line that 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 has to be walked to criticize the show while also being under the payroll and. Ideally, the only way for your true free speech, not constitutional free speech, but your true free authentic speech is to not be taking money from the people that you are railing against because you're still going to have some sort of um, employee, employer relationship bias. To be truly cut free the way Rachel Lindsay is, the way certain contestants that are no longer with the show, that is where you get their true opinion. Could it be that Michelle's true opinion right now is being silenced because... She's still under contract? 
Not really sure. But we'll have to see what happens. Could it be something completely different? Yeah, I don't think it is. She hasn't been posting much on social media, um, and we have nothing to really go on to think of another reason why she may, you know, not be, um, you know, thriving on the podcast. She did an, uh, an interview two days ago called Bachelorette alum Michelle Young says she really did the work to heal after Nate split. She said, I really did the work early on, and it's a lot when so much is going on inside of outside of you. You have to heal, otherwise you're going to constantly, like your emotions depend on what is happening. I don't know what that means. It's really weird because, you know, you sit down and you're like, okay, so are we getting married in like two weeks? You know, like, should we talk about our favorite colors? It's just a really weird balance between the Bachelor world. It's so quick. It's been going well. So... You know, in this article two days ago, she th- said things are going well and she's completely over that relationship. So let's throw that out the window for causes as to why she may be missing. But ladies and gentlemen, I'd love to know your opinion on the matter. Now we have Gabby's ex, Rachel Recchia's ex, and Brittany's ex, Tyler, discussing why he's lost respect for Victoria in her fight and breakup with Johnny. Have a listen. If you guys don't remember, Tyler was in the audience when Victoria and uh, Johnny were having their post-breakup discussion, and Tyler was silenced, and it was kind of like weirdly edited, and everyone's like, what were you trying to say? Of course, he's good friends with Johnny, so he's going to support him, but we want to get into that, so I'm going to play for you his conversation on Chicks in the Office podcast and everything that went down. Follow me on Instagram for stand-up show updates and just overall content at Neals. I've got the link there for our, our, um, our mom of the day for our uh, Amazon 12 Days of Gifts and also patreon.com slash Dave Neal for all the behind the scenes bonus content. All right, so this video is coming tomorrow. Brittany Galvin sharing her side of the Tyler Norris breakup. So we'll hold on to that story because that's a whole different issue we're not properly ready for and it's a little later in the day. So here's why Tyler wanted, here's what Tyler wanted to say to Victoria and then I'll share what was reported reality Steve said he actually said. So maybe he's leaving some of that out right here. Have a listen. Just the biggest thing for me why I like jumped in and it by was, the way, this Jersey accent, just like Victoria, just because like we're all one big family, mm-hmm. no matter what. At the end of the day, you leave in a relationship in Alabama. Yeah, it doesn't work out. But we're on a national television show. Yeah. All right. Going on there and attacking Barely. somebody's character like she did with Johnny and like knowing the truth. I know that Johnny. And of course, she would argue that her character was attacked by being called a cheater. Didn't say those things. Um, you know, going through my relationship and him going. And then and then Tyler here says, I know for a fact that Johnny didn't say those things. And of course, respectfully, you can't know for a fact. You only know what you know. Just like we can't know for a fact if someone didn't cheat, like from a third party, we can't know for a fact if he said those things. Going through his, we would like check in with each other all the time. And I was just so upset because I never had a problem with Victoria whatsoever. Yeah. Like at, at the end of the day, even like, Still now, all I did was lose respect because of what she did. You know, just coming at him saying, you called me this, you said this. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, that's not true. And also, like, we're on a television, like, we're on a show where predominantly it's women watching the show. The things that you are saying, you better have, like, backed up, like, facts. But do you feel like there's maybe a chance that you may not know if he actually said those things or not because because I feel this way for yeah. both of them right. like I think mm-hmm. that Devil's advocate. I think that Johnny was wrong, I think Victoria was wrong in different aspects of their relationship. I think that they both could have done things differently. But do you feel like maybe like your friend isn't going to be straight up and be like, "Yeah, bro, I called her this." No, you know yeah. like he could he could yeah. be telling you 
No, I didn't say that. But- and of course, Victoria says that that uh, he didn't call her that, but he says he says I didn't call you the c word. I said you're being like a c, and it's like all right, I didn't call you a f- I didn't call you a, f- a fatty. I said you're being like a fatty. You know what I mean? It's like no, no matter where you, I didn't call you a deadbeat, daddy. You're just acting like a deadbeat. I didn't call you a power recapper. You're just power recapping. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't call you. Okay, you get the point here. I didn't tell you. Yeah, I had nice hair. I said your hair is acting very nice today okay all that what if i just did that for the next 20 minutes okay insecurity <laughs> i'm kidding look at this new sweatshirt i got here from tipsy elves it says you're a, what does it say ask your mom if i'm real how how vulgar is that okay you can see uh, my unboxing of this on the vlogmas channel over there um on tasha courtney's channel link in the comment section below all right sorry wow we took a real lot uh, tangent but there. like he did. You exactly. know, I feel like you don't know for sure. And I think yeah. that's maybe where the frustra- frustration mm-hmm. came from. But I also understand the point of wanting to defend your friend. You so I kind of see like both truth. sides of that. No, exactly. I mean, all of it in any relationship, when it ends, there's going to be two sides every story. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's going to say, I said this or you said that. And it's just going to go back. By the way, I'm getting major I love you vibes from the girl on the left. What's her name? Your friend. So left. I kind of see like both yeah. sides of no, that. No, exactly. Forces. I mean, all of it in any relationship, when it ends, there's going to be two sides every story. Yeah. There. yeah. And everyone's going to say, I said this, or you said that, and it's just going to go back and forth, and nobody's going to really know, unless mm-hmm. obviously you have receipts or something like that. Right. Um, but I just knew, like, I know who Johnny is. Like, I got to know him. Like, That's that Southern, what is it called? The Delco? Like, Delaware, Jersey, and Philly. Like, I knew, I knew him. Very well, even, like, post-show, like, Post. getting to know him. and um, Post-show, getting to know him. thought to myself... Even like going in there, going. like I thought I was just like, all right, if Victoria comes out here, because there's everything going on around her going and on. Greg. And honestly, like you're with Greg, you're done. You're not. A- He's like, I'd like to go down on you. In a relationship with Johnny, just be happy. That's perfectly fine. But coming on, I was hoping that she would come on and just be like, it did- I was hoping to make you come. Okay. It didn't work out. Like right. I'm with Greg now. Like, leave it like that. So we're going to wrap up. Do you want to now tell us uh, what you were going to say on the reunion? Please do. <laughs> he did. Reunion. I feel like yes, he did. Yes. So, well, not really. Like, what What was... If she had let me talk? What, yeah, if she let you talk, what I, were you going to say? I would have been like Victoria. And by the way, I bet you these ladies on Barstool would be way better partners than anyone on Bachelor, right? They're funny women. They're kind of like self-made. I mean, they work for Barstool, but they're, they're like, they're brand names. They don't get enough credit. I think they should be, I think Tyler should be dating one of them. You literally just got engaged to this guy. You told this guy you were absolutely in love with him. And now on national television, you're going to attack his character. I'll just be like, this is somebody that you were just like literally with. Yeah. I was just like, you don't give a shit about him. Like, that's what I would have said. Mm. There's no doubt. I feel no doubt. Well, here's what he was at. Here's what he actually said, according to Reality Steve, who had an informant sitting down there at the re, at the at the thing. Tyler was out there with the rest of the cast, and he said he heard from a reporter that Victoria cheated at a party in L.A. and she was telling everyone she was very much single. Victoria went off and started yelling at Tyler, telling him to be quiet, and this didn't involve him. So that part was left out. Um, why? And again, maybe we just need some X Files music. Why would Tyler know not to talk about that pot? And it might just be that um, you know, he his maybe his reporter source ended up saying, "Hey, cool off on this," or you know, maybe 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 they just realized they wouldn't have a smoking gun. So why bring up those claims? But to be fair, if if Tyler did accuse. Um, Victoria 
of cheating, like in the audience there, then he should understand why she would come out there because even though she, even though Victoria is tearing down Johnny's uh, character, Tyler's tearing down hers. You know what I mean? Like what's true, what's not here. And that's what it all comes down to. And we, and what we know about Victoria is she's a lovely person until backed into a corner. Like most people, we saw that on different shows where she was feeling like she was getting abandoned. And look, we talk about all the time. It's inner child stuff. We talk about all the time. Greg Grippo and Victoria talked about it. Work on your inner child stuff. You know, hurt people, hurt people. Oh, so-and-so did awful things. Yeah. But we, we, we have a hell of a lot of collateral damage trying to figure out what brings us peace? Absolutely. Um, anyway, let's finish this off. Feel it, but it's probably better for you not to get involved. Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. Like, like I better felt, that she almost better that she cut you off. Oh, hundred percent. I was yeah. just def- I was so defensive, like yeah. in that time. It's being, your guy. It's my guy. Yeah. You know? Even like the little <laughs> scenes they showed of you guys talking outside. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I was so glad that I got to talk to him because he had no idea Greg was there. Yeah. No clue. Oh, even shit. afterward. Even afterwards. Like not until that night when I saw him afterwards, he goes, "I heard Greg was there." I was just, he goes, "I heard Greg was there." But yeah, dude. Literally, when I was outside with you, he was inside, Damn. and he was just like, "Dude, that's so disrespectful." Yeah, they were playing both at the same time, and yeah. we were like, "Oh, this is diabolical." Yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. So when Johnny stormed out, Johnny didn't storm out. When Johnny left the set and Tyler came out to consult Johnny, Greg was inside, so he didn't even know. Yeah, it was tough. That is very sneaky. It's reality TV. It's reality TV. Very sneaky. Yeah. Very sneaky for well, thank sure. you so much for coming thank to talk you. to us. No, you were great. Amazing. I feel like we got a lot of information. A it lot was great. Of, no. so, yeah. Go I'm birds. Go birds. Absolutely. I like. This is the way every Bachelor podcast should be operated. Chicks in the office, 99% of the time, does conversations in, por- in person. They're based out of New York. When people are in New York, they do their interview. It's just baffling to me as I talk over and over that Bachelor podcasts are still doing this Zoom thing. And as we're seeing, they're all dying. I made a video, if you didn't see it earlier, about Michelle Young kind of ghosting her show. She hasn't been on it in a month, talking it out, quit. You know, the only podcasts that are doing well are these in-person interviews. And speaking of crispy, clear audio, check out our last video of the day right here. Gabby and Rachel were interviewed with what seems to be like a Fisher-Price microphone, although I'll tell you what, Fisher-Price probably has better quality. So do what you got to do. Keep your eyes on the road and try to get through this. Question that nobody's wanted an answer to are Gabby and Vinny from uh, Jersey Shore, Vinny Guadagnino, Gabby Windy, are they dating? Now she says it's just playful banter, but she says we'll see. And it's like, what about all that one in a million talk? Well, we're going to get into it right now. Follow me on Instagram at dneals, patreon.com slash Dave Neal for private behind the scenes bonus content. And don't forget to go to Dave Neal's community free on Facebook, where we'll be posting all the different um, uh, gift giving things that we'll be doing this year, Vlogmas and all that stuff. So if you want to hang out and have discussion, Facebook, Dave Neal's community. All right, let's jump right in to it. So People's Choice Award for Worst Microphone Ever Used at a Red Carpet Event goes to Us Weekly. Have a listen to this garbage. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Thank you. Little Guido babies. <laughs> I mean, I might have to. We'll have to see. Yeah, is Polly D single? Is he? We could do We can both get into the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Holy hell. I need a I need a people's choice ear canal after that. Can we get some candle wicking? Holy hell. I'm not blaming Rachel or Gabby. That microphone 
is so bad. I mean, could they get now? Now maybe the microphone's normal size and they're just giants. Could it be that that's actually like a normal size microphone? And they're, I mean, look, I always say this: if you have to hold your mo- microphone like you're smoking a joint, it's too small. So there they are on the red carpet, and all the microphone does is it boosts like the top treble. Anyway, no, maybe you guys don't care, but uh, either way. It's <laughs> like, what's the video about? Tech reviews with Dave Neal. Us Weekly says GTL, Gabby Tan Laundry. We made that joke like two weeks ago, didn't we? Okay, what can you do? Uh, Gabby opens up about the possibility of dating Vinny. I couldn't even hear it the first time. I passed out. Let's listen one more time. People banter for right now, but we'll see. Yeah. And then Rachel's like the hype girl. Who knows? Sister might date Vinny. And of course, I like uh, Rachel Rekia DeVille. Rachel DeVille. Rachel DeVille. She's got 99 you know what that'd be nice is like a Cruella DeVille spinoff uh, meets the Bachelorette so it's a it's a, and then the Bachelorette is a villain who steals 99 uh bros okay maybe not um uh, oh my god thank you little Guido babies <laughs> now everyone's commenting and I did as well that Rachel now stole Gabby's laugh but that's common it's common that we start um, interacting like either our partners or close friends. So Rachel does that, <laughs> which is, uh, that's obviously Gabby's laugh, but hey, good. That's, hey, that's humanity. We we mimic people that we're with because we want to be, you know, included. It's very subconscious. Yeah. You support I mean, I might have to. We'll have to see. Yeah, is Polly D single? Is he? We could do, we could both get into the drink. So Gabby is the one who offers the Paul, the Polly D thing. Wait, oh, Polly D. Okay, I see what she says. Polly D because Polly D is friends with Vinny G. Oh, these Italians. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Bachelorette means Jersey Shore. Spin up. That's a new spin up. Yeah. I'm going to call myself Davy PC for David Power Recapper. Davy PC, yeah, you know me. Anyway, so that's where they're at. Let's just go to her um, hopefully better quality audio um, Instagram stories there in a stunning dress for the red carpet event. There she is on my way. Um, there she is clinking a drink with Rachel Recchia. This is a fun video. I like this behind the scenes of them entering the red carpet. You, you know, when people say like, oh, I feel like bachelorettes declining or they're not as popular. Look, no, they command, they, women love the show. Well, mainly women, 90, my, 92% of my audience is women, but look at the reaction from this crowd. Waving it. <laughs> there it is, folks. The people have spoken, and neither of them won. Uh, but that's okay. What can you do? You know? Uh, what's next here? There they are. I mean, this is a great photo there. Uh, you know, it sucks to be this this person with the phone behind them. Like, she got a nice close-up, but this person's like, oh, boy, they can only see my clavicle. Um, and also, like, Gabby's got this. The highway is the side... Uh, fishnet kind of pantyhoe vibe and there she is the after party um which it looks like is some sort of rice pilaf with a um sauteed green beans and maybe some sort of fried pancake luther fashion i'm eating in bed alone i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's a joke it's a joke well, that does it, folks. We made it to the end of another successful day here in the nation of Bachelor news. I'm on top of it. I hope you guys are as well. We'll see you tomorrow for Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.